Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Greetings from New York City, where this week is home to the Network Upfront presentations and where tonight the hardware will be handed out at the annual SBJ Sports Business Awards. There are 96 nominees across 15 categories, plus Lifetime Achievement Award winner Robert Kraft will be honored in front of a packed ballroom at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. Follow along on sportsbusinessjournal.com and SBJ's social channels this evening and come back here tomorrow for a complete wrap-up of the event. Good morning. It's Wednesday, May 18th, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for a MADCOR. U.S. soccer has reached collective bargaining agreements with the unions for its men's and women's national team players that ensure the two groups will be equally compensated. Under the new agreements, players on both teams will receive equal pay for all competitions, including the FIFA World Cup and the same cut of broadcast, sponsorship, and event revenue as part of a new revenue-sharing agreement with the Federation. The deals, which run through 2028, mark a major step forward for the national governing body, which had been engaged in a years-long feud with members of the women's team over compensation prior to a $24 million settlement earlier this year. With the new CBAs ratified, court and class approval of the settlement are the final hurdles in resolving the players' lawsuit against the Federation. The second round of the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs got underway last night. The first round of games across ESPN and Turner averaged 768,000 viewers. That's up 26% from last year's opening round on NBC Sports Group and up 3% from the 2019 first round also on NBC. This year also was the most watched first round ever on cable, up 58% from last year's round one. Three of the top four most-watched Round 1 games ever on cable occurred over the weekend, fueled by several series playing a Game 7. The Penguins-Rangers Game 7 on Sunday attracted 2.3 million viewers on TBS, making it the most-watched first-round game in cable history and the most-watched non-Stanley Cup final game on cable overall since 2018. The Lightning Maple Leafs Game 7 on Saturday attracted 1.7 million viewers on TNT, while the Bruins Hurricanes Game 7 the same day attracted 1.6 million viewers on ESPN. ESPN and Tennis Australia have signed a nine-year agreement from 2023 through 2031 for continued exclusive live first ball to last ball coverage of the Australian Open across ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN+. Every match from all 16 courts That's all singles, including qualifying, doubles, juniors, wheelchair, and legends will be available. ESPN and ESPN2 will feature live nightly telecasts through the quarterfinals featuring multiple matches, plus the semifinals and women's and men's championships, including encore presentations of the finals. ESPN Plus will feature all matches not on linear TV, including the 3 a.m. Eastern featured matches, which is primetime in Australia, and four quarterfinals, along with on-demand replays of completed matches. The agreement continues ESPN's longest professional sports programming relationship, which dates back to 1984.
XFL games will air on ABC, ESPN Networks, and FX when the league relaunches next year. The two sides announced that on Tuesday during Disney's Upfront presentation. The league, led by co-owners Danny Garcia, Dwayne Johnson, and Jerry Cardinal's Redbird Capital Partners, is planning to launch on Saturday, February 18th, 2023, and will continue through the spring with 40 regular season matchups, two semifinal playoff games, and the championship. The multi-year deal includes exclusive content rights across Disney and ESPN digital, social, and direct-to-consumer outlets such as ESPN+. Global rights are also included in the deal. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren is keeping an open mind publicly about the scope of his conference's media rights agreement, a deal that is widely expected to be groundbreaking in its monetary value. Warren did not commit to a timeline in the announcement of a new television deal and did not rule out the possibility of broadcasting streaming-only football games as part of the future package. The Big Ten's current deals with ESPN and Fox run through the 2022-23 academic year. The Big Ten reportedly had Fox help consult on its behalf during this round of media rights negotiations, but there are a number of different networks still in play. Speaking of college sports on TV, ESPN unveiled a number of high-profile matchoffs to kick off the college football season. ABC has a doubleheader on September 3rd to open the season. Georgia-Oregon in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game in Atlanta at 3.30 Eastern, followed by Notre Dame-Ohio State at 7.30 Eastern. ABC's primetime spotlight the following night will focus on LSU-Florida State in New Orleans. Meanwhile, Alabama football is back on Fox for the first time since the 2009 Sugar Bowl with a September 10th road matchup against Texas. In People News, Dan Schell has left Oakview Group, where he was president of its college division, to join United Talent Agency as a senior VP. Schell's hiring signifies UTA's intrigue with the college space, where the agency sees tremendous opportunity. Schell has established himself as a builder over two decades in college sports, The former college basketball coach drove the growth of Fox Sports College properties from one multimedia rights deal with USC to nine schools, including Auburn, Michigan State, and Villanova. At OVG, he oversaw business development at Texas's Moody Center, which sold out all eight founding partner positions before the building opened, creating more than $20 million in annual revenue. The opportunities he'll find at UTA and its agency partner, Clutch Sports, will be numerous. Among the areas they will explore are college naming rights, college coach representation, prep and college basketball events, and potentially consulting. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday. I hope everyone has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning with all of the details from the Sports Business Awards here in New York City. Welcome to Irvine, California where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.